Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with your hosts, Megan Myers and Steffi Prenmore. This week, it's an Ask Me Anything. Stay tuned. Hello. Hello. What's up, Megan? Uh, so I was getting ready to log in for us to record, mm-hmm. and I realized that my MacBook was... Uh, five minutes ahead of my iPhone, and I have a lot of questions. <laughs> mine is currently mine is currently three minutes ahead. Um, everything is set to like automatic Apple time. Yeah, um, it's very confusing to me. Yes, and so I don't really know. Like I I manually changed it actually because it was like too much for me to handle. Uh, I don't know which time is correct now. I know that time is a construct and nothing is real, but <laughs> as a person who values promptness, yes. this is very concerning to me. Yeah, I also find it. Uh, I also find it weird. I, and I was because I was wondering the same thing. Like before you got on, I was like, "Man, why is my uh, why is my computer like three minutes ahead?" Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was weird. It bothered me as well. I just went in and I manually changed it on mine too because I was like, well, because I was like, okay, I'm right on time. And then I opened up my MacBook and then I was like, oh my God, I'm late. And then I'm like, uh. Right? That's the same thing that I was, I was like, oh no, I'm late for some reason. But and then my, I was like, but it's my work, not. <laughs> my work computer is at, is at the same time as my phone, which makes me think that's what make, makes me, my phone is correct. And that this computer is just wrong. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know anymore. I know I know nothing. I am Jon Snow. <laughs> so that's where my head's at right now. Mm, we're we're, uh, we're really killing it this week. It is true. We are doing great. <laughs> you know, we just we do what we can. <laughs> um, I need you to tell the people what you did last week when you could not order the Dolly Parton ice cream? I made my own Dolly Parton ice cream. So uh, for people who don't know, um, Dolly Parton and Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream partnered together to make a special flavor, and then all the proceeds are being donated to her foundation. Because Dolly Um, is a gift to this world. Right. We don't deserve her. No. Uh, If you further do not know what Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream is, it is very good ice cream that uh, makes like uh, fancy flavors and it used to just be one little shop and now it's uh, various locations all over the country and they ship pints and um, you can get some of it at the grocery store depending on where you live. Um, I can find it here sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, usually only like a couple flavors but they're like usually the best flavors, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is, you know, obviously way more expensive than your average ice cream, but it's delicious. So, you know, and it's you know, formally a small business. I guess it's te- technically a small business. It is worth uh, it. Yeah, it's really good ice cream. Um, so they were working together to make this ice cream, and it was strawberry pretzel pie. Uh, and it sounded amazing. And they were doing a limited release of it, and... They broke, like, 
people they, broke their website. They like broke the internet. <laughs> it broke their website completely. Um, you couldn't get to it. You couldn't. <laughs> I think some people were managed to get it, maybe, but they did not really prepare their website for the situation, and it broke, and it was all sorts of messed up for hours and hours, and then. Uh, I think they eventually, they just kind of put up a thing that were like, it'll be back some point and we'll tell people about it. Yeah, it was really funny. I was like, they really underestimated the Dolly fans. They really, really did. Uh, and, um, well, I guess you could, but you could like buy it at a Jenny's if you lived at it, you know, where a Jenny's store location is. Yeah. Um, so I do know some people who like went to the store and picked him up. Um, but I was thinking about it the day before it was being released. And I was just like, oh, you know, if I was a good blogger, I would just make my own. And then <laughs> you and our friend Susanna were just like, well, why don't you do it? And I was okay, I'll do it. So then I spent basically the entire day <laughs> making the ice cream Doing a reel, making a web story, such a writing blogger. this whole post about it. It was exhausting. Um, it was I mean, I wrote the though. I wrote the post the day before, so that was actually ready. But the actual making of it and doing the video and the photography part of it was a slog, um, because the ice cream has three different components. You have to make them all separately, obviously, and <laughs> everything has to be cold and. All of this stuff, but it was really good ice cream. It's worth so, it. I, feel I was really proud of myself. Also, like you were able to make some like Jolene references in the blog post. Was cool. I was I was gonna uh, start looking through some other songs for more jokes within the post, but I decided uh, two jokes was good at the beginning, and then <laughs> you're just, like, that's enough. I don't want to. <laughs> scare everybody off we'll just jump to the content here um but yeah i was really proud of myself because it was really good and it was the first time that i have made um an ice cream sauce that goes in the ice cream Mm. and i wasn't sure how it was gonna work out and it worked out great yum the other what i would consider a bonus is that my husband thought that the ice cream was too tart Oh, well. And I liked shame. it. I know. I I mean, it did not stop him from eating it. <laughs> I did notice that. But uh, if I make it again, he might not because he thinks it's too tart. But I think it is good too tart. I liked, I think it's supposed to be tart. I don't know what the Jenny's flavor tastes like. I have no idea. <laughs> I have a hard time. <laughs> I mean, like, I love ice cream. Just, like, as a general, I love tart ice cream i love sweet ice cream i love ice cream in the middle but i do think it's nice when like an ice cream isn't overly sweet yes because it does have so it's yes exactly a lot of times ice cream can especially stuff ice cream that has mix-ins you can really get way too much sweetness but i think this one was good it's a it's a cream cheese ice cream so it has cream cheese and sour cream is most of the base um and then it has this strawberry sauce. But I didn't want to add too much sugar to the strawberry sauce because then it would just be like super sweet strawberry. Not right. like strawberry flavor. Right. <laughs> it would, it would just be, be sugar. Like, it would be like strawberry sauce that you get at like 
Like out of a squeeze bottle. Exactly. Which, yeah. We're not here for that. We want like actual no. strawberry flavor. Yeah. <sighs> so. You're a queen. Well, thank Good you. Good job. It was a, a labor of delicious love. So, if you want to make some strawberry pretzel ice cream, you can go to Megan's site and get that recipe because you absolutely need it in your life. I will also say that it, while I was just complaining about how long it took me to make, it really is not that difficult to make. It was mostly because I was trying to take video and photos yes. at the same time. <laughs> when you have to stop and like document every step that you do in a recipe, it absolutely adds to the amount of time it takes to execute the thing. Yes. That that was really the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, in other news, my husband went to the doctor last week and he came home and he's like, I have to go and get a EMR, or I think that's what he called it, um, because apparently he's been having this weird feeling in his arm for about two years. What? <laughs> <laughs> and so the doctor said, oh, we should probably look at that. And so he had that appointment this morning, and they said... Well, it was pretty obvious that he had a pinched nerve. I don't know what else it would have been. I guess they maybe thought, like, it might have been in his head. Um, But he has a pinched nerve, and so now they want him to get an MRI. I just have a lot of questions that he – had he never mentioned this to you in two years? No. He had not. So. I have a lot of questions about men. I think he, I, he's, I don't know either. I have questions as well. He goes to the doctor pretty diligently because he um, takes cholesterol medication. Uh-huh. So I don't really know what prompted him to not ever say anything. So up to this it. point, to you, to the other doctor. <sighs> I think maybe it might have been hurting more lately, and that's why he finally said something about it. Um, but now he has to have, like, a thousand other appointments, apparently, and the only thing that they probably can do is just have him do physical therapy. So. I guess the good news is that you'll probably max out your health insurance for the year. Uh, probably not. We have a really high deductible. Oh, well. Never so, uh... <laughs> I, I don't think that will happen unless oh, he has to have man. surgery. Oh, well. <laughs> Hopefully not on that. I don't know. MRIs are pretty expensive, but <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how much of it's covered. I don't know. Um, he also had some other problems that I was totally making fun of him for, which I probably should not do. But I mean, it, it was funny. We had to buy prescription drugs for some things and. They were expensive, and so I was teasing him about how expensive this ridiculous medication was. You know, if that's marriage for you, if he didn't want to be a little bit made fun of occasionally, he shouldn't have married you, first of all. That is true. It's not like he didn't know what he was getting into by marrying you. It's entirely possible he did not <laughs> know the full extent. I, I don't know. Did, did, wait, did you guys live? Did you guys live together before you got married? We did, yes. Oh, then he knew. That's fine. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> That's like 
we Alex and I lived together for like a year and a half before we got married and so I was like to be like he absolutely knew what he was getting into with me yeah I think we lived together for I mean it was over a year I don't remember how long Eh, he knew he can't yeah. he didn't I think it's more that uh, in these trying times, I've just <laughs> been a little more punchy and salty about everything. So I mean, I'm maybe teasing him a little bit more than I normally would because I have no other outlets. No, literally nowhere else to channel your energy. I have nowhere to go. It's fine. I'm trapped. I'm trapped in my house. I had to run errands today and I absolutely took like the longest route possible from my son's school to the vet. <laughs> So I could be out of the house longer. Just like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. What else do I need to do today? I'm sure there was something that I needed to do that I did not do. I mean, I did not get cookies that I wanted. So also, I drove right past the coffee shop. And as I was driving past it, I was like, no. But then I didn't want to turn around. So (laughs) You guys, we're just, we've reached the point where we're just really, we're we're struggling but but (laughs) i've had my first dose of the vaccine and megan gets her first dose soon so you know what the 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 light it's there at the end of the tunnel we can like see it it's it's like close enough to touch i can see it but i feel like it's one of those things where that just keeps like while we're moving it is also moving (laughs) Well, yeah, there was a little bit of that. Like, it, it's just as though if you're, you go if you're on a park trail or something and you see another person ahead of you, uh-huh. and if you're trying to, you don't run, but it, it's kind of a running thing. So if you you want to get faster, so you want to pass that person, and that person just keeps getting further away from no! you. No! <laughs> Slow down! You think you're going to catch them, and no. Nope. Bless. Yeah. I did also open the wine for tonight, so. <laughs> so we Megan's, talked about it last week. Might as well just go for if it. Meg is extra punchy this week. <laughs> we all know why. Oh, my goodness. So, to that end, we thought we would do another Ask Us Anything. And so we put some questions out to our followers, our listeners, on Instagram and you guys sent some pretty good questions. There's there's some good ones on here. There are some good ones. Uh, I think uh, at least one person is trying to cause a fight. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at you, Taylor. You you we know see you. we see you. We see you. <laughs> so all right, let's let's kick this off. First question: What is the topic that's been on your to be recorded list the longest? So we have. Uh, because we are organized peoples, we have a spreadsheet. I don't know if the person asking us knew that we had a spreadsheet. Probably. Probably. Um, but we have a spreadsheet of ideas and topics that we started the spreadsheet when we started the podcast. So almost two years ago now, mm-hmm. 20 months ago, about. Um, and we have quite a lot of topics that we never covered. Mm-hmm. We have a few, so we have a few um, travel topics that we were planning to get to last year, and then, oops, <laughs> turns out, be, maybe so we topical. Yeah, maybe we're like, oh, 
not do any travel topics when no one is traveling. So we have a mm-hmm. number. We have a number of uh, topics around or ideas around travel and different aspects of travel that we will do someday when that's a thing that we can all do again. Um, I also yes. remember like when we first started just like jotting down ideas, uh, we were like, oh, we'll do an episode on exercise. Yeah, <laughs> it's still on here. <laughs> as if this is a thing that either of us regularly do. Um, it so is not. That it is not. No. So that's on there. Um, we also have a couple of like kind of Debbie Downer topics, like navigating grief, taking care of aging parents that have been on the list pretty much from the beginning. And we just, we keep like being like, oh, maybe we should, oh. And then we're like, I don't know. That feels depressing. Uh, yeah. And then we just don't. <laughs> One of the other ones that we have on, had on here for a really long time that I remember wanting to talk about from the beginning, and we just never have gotten around to it, um, but has become really topical. So we probably should pop it in soon to our plan is uh, cultural appropriation and food blogging. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. Um, it's been getting a lot more attention lately because of all of the overt racism that has been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is definitely one topic that I would like us to talk about soon. So hopefully we can get it on the schedule soon. We plan out um, pretty far in advance, but... Uh, and some of these we'll, we'll topics, out. yeah, and some of these topics, like, we haven't, some of them we haven't done for various reasons that we just listed. Some of them we haven't done yet because we want to find, like, just the right guest for mm-hmm. them, um, especially something like cultural appropriation and food blogging. Like, two white women probably are not going to be the best people to talk about that. So we want to find, like, just the right person uh, to come on and chat about that with us. So, yeah, we've got a number of topics um, that, that have been sitting around for a while. Um, and just for one reason or another, haven't made it to the top of the list yet. But, uh, you know. We'll cover everything eventually. We'll get there. It's fine. It's fine. So uh, the next question is, how's your skin doing? And they want to know what our current routine is. I will let everyone, any any of our longtime listeners, I'm going to let y'all just guess who sent that question in. Because (laughs) I think you know, if you've listened to enough of our episodes, you know who our skincare friend is. Um... So, Megan, how is your skin doing? Uh, uh, this past month, actually, my skin has been pretty good um, in terms of breakouts, at least. I I don't know what has changed. I don't know. It could be related to the weather. Um, but I have been breaking out a lot less. I have noticed nice. weird uh, pigmentation issues. Probably no one else is noticing except for myself. I feel like that's um, often the case. Right. Uh, but overall, it's doing really well. And I cannot really ascribe that to a good skincare routine because I am the worst about skincare routines. Uh, for those of you who do not know, uh, basically, 
I almost never washed my face for like years, especially like in high school. I did not remember really washing, taking care of my skin at all. And I had great skin in high school. Um, and then I started breaking out in like my 30s, which was a really a lovely gift. <laughs> um, I love that journey for you. Yeah. Uh, but I've been doing a, a Tula probiotic facial cleanser that I alternate with a Kate Somerville um, acne cleanser. Um, and then I've been doing this uh, black seed cold brew serum from That's, Primera. Oh, fancy. And it is very fancy. It was expensive. Um, but I really like it. I got a sample uh, a while ago. And of all the different serums that I have tried, it feels the nicest putting onto my face. Mm. A lot of serums to me feel like weirdly sticky. Yeah. Like have a weirdness to your fingers after you put it on. But this one feels really nice. And I have been really liking it a lot. Um, and then I do a Murad lotion that has SPF and is supposed to be good for anti-aging. And that's basically it. I try to do a mask every once in a while, but I usually forget. And I also usually forget to wash my face at night. Uh-oh. <laughs> because I brush my teeth and then I'm like, oh, now I have to wash my face. And I was like, oh, that's just another, like, that's so much time, which it's really not. It just feels like so much time. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, um, Addie. <laughs> it's fine. She just might pray for you a little bit. It's she's, okay. She's probably having heart palpitations <laughs> right now. I mean, at least, like, because you don't wear makeup, really, every day. So No, I don't wear makeup almost ever. Right. So. so it's not like you're going to bed with makeup on. So that is at least better. Yes. going I feel like going to bed with your makeup on is just, like... Really the other issue that I have with when I do my nighttime routine, because I have, when I do do it, I wash my face and then I put my toner slash serum stuff on and then I put on my night cream. Um, but then the dog likes to lick my face. <laughs> True story. So... <laughs> Cora does that to me sometimes. It's really weird. So what is the point of putting on this $50 face cream if the dog is going to lick it off? Gross. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Bless. So maybe the real reason my skin is nice is because it has like a layer of dog, dog slobber. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> it's Love really that. the best serum for you. <laughs> Little known secret. How is your skin? <laughs> you know what? My skin, so I had a little bit of like a bump in the road not too long ago. I had this really weird rash around my mouth and like it was just escalating and I finally went to the dermatologist and it was like one thing that then turned into another thing and so I. long story short, I ended up getting... Um, a couple of like prescription like creams or whatever to use one of them is like a, a something i can't remember some sort of lotion and then the other one is uh, like a steroid cream that i have to use for two weeks go off a week and then i can like repeat that or whatever 
And that luckily it cleared that up really fast, which actually the nice thing about living in a pandemic and having this is that when I went out of the house, I had my mask on. And so people could not see because I was super self-conscious about it. And it, it like hurt and it like it hurt and itched and it was just really ugly and just all the things. So kind of when I was going through that, I was like really struggling with my skin in general. Um, but I got that cleared up. So that's been cleared up for like about a month now. Um, and the rest of my skin, I've like gotten back into like a really good routine, I think. And so during the day, so my cleansers I'm alternating between right now are the Pixie um, Rose Cream Cleanser. And then I recently got the Inky List uh, Oat Cleansing Balm that they, it's like a, it's like a Sephora exclusive. And that stuff feels so decadent. Like, oh my goodness, it feels so good. Um, so those are the two cleansers that I've kind of been alternating between. And on, when I double cleanse, I just use the same cleanser twice. Um, and then I'll go in, I've been using the First Aid Beauty Facial Radiance pads as my, like, acid toner. Oh, Um, I've been using those too. I forgot about those. I like them a lot. Um, they're like my newest addition to the routine. And then I'll go in with Q10 and then a hyaluronic acid from Inky List. Um, I was using, I was using a different hyaluronic acid, I think from the Ordinary maybe, but that one had like almost like a filminess to it. Um, and so then I changed to the one from the Inky List and I like that one a lot better. Um, and then um, I go in with... So right now when the weather is a little bit warmer and it's not so dry out, um, I am using the Kate Somerville Goat Milk Moisturizing Cream. I love it so much. It's not the cheapest stuff in the world um, by any stretch of the means. It's not the most expensive either, but um, I love it and it just feels so nice. Um, I can't really use it in the winter because my skin gets so dry. I have to use like a more of a heavy duty moisturizer in the winter, but I love it um, once like for like spring, summer, fall. Um, and then obviously my SPF, uh, right now I have the super goop super screen daily moisturizer. Uh, I am running kind of low on that. So I need to decide if I'm going to reorder that same one or if I'm going to get a different one from them. Um, but I love the super group products. And then at night, um, I mostly just use the, um, the inky list retinol and then the moisturizer, the Kate Somerville moisturizer. And again, uh, sometimes I go in and I'll do like a clay mask or something, but I usually forget. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know. That's, that's where I'm at. But yeah, I feel like my skin's been in a pretty good place in the last month or so. So that's been a relief after having a couple of months of being just really frustrated with it. I do always feel really stupid like when I don't do it because of the times that I do do it. I'm like, oh, my skin feels so nice. It's so soft. <laughs> and then I just don't keep doing it because I'm a dum-dum. Um, Repeat cycle forever. Right. But I think... <laughs> I'm also such 
a priest apparently about this because my um my night creams I am still using I'm using a sample that I got from Caudalie which I really like and it smells like cucumber which I also really mm. like um I like cucumber scented things not like I don't know that sounds kind of weird because I'm not like oh bath and body works cucumber no <laughs> we draw the line somewhere uh but the caudalie stuff smells really good and then my usual is the fresh lotus youth preserve dream face cream and that smells really good too but then just like my face feels like so um i don't know i wanted to say like luscious but i feel like that's a weird word to describe your skin but that's kind of how it's it feels funny. if it makes your skin feel luscious then it makes your skin feel luscious yeah. megan uh so i guess this is my reminder to that after we record the podcast to do a proper face routine (laughs) you better i better get a text from you that you just finished a full routine Ugh! now i have to text you so many steps oh my gosh i never (laughs) talk after we record the podcast Yes. And the other thing is that I don't, uh, I'm trying not to try new products. I'm trying to use up everything that I have before I buy anything new. That's fair. Um, and so I'm also kind of like, which one should I use? Because I'm trying to finish everything, but also I haven't used this one in a while kind of situation. So. All right. Silly, silly. This next question is the dangerous one. (laughs) What is your pet peeve of each other when doing the pod? I am terrified of what you're going to say. The only thing that I could think of, to be honest, is that it's something that you used to do that you don't do as much anymore. And that is that you used to interrupt like all the time. I still feel like I do. I still feel like I do it all the time. I okay. So I was it's like, it's better. I spent hours pondering this question because <laughs> I don't really have any pet like real pet peeves that you do. Sometimes mm. when we interview, I'm like waiting for you to like jump in with a question, and you'll like I can tell that you're like sitting there thinking and listening, and I'm like, where is she? Say something. <laughs> Because my pet peeve is that then I can't handle the not saying anything. So then I just blurt out something. So like it's actually a pet peeve of myself. Like all all the pet peeves I could think of were actually pet peeves of myself. Apparently I annoy the piss out of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Which is absolutely probably, uh, it is like an absolute Enneagram one thing. Like I was thinking about this and I was was like, oh, what does Megan do that drives me crazy? And all my self-critic was like, I don't know, but you do a lot of shit that drives us crazy. So <laughs> it doesn't like it doesn't bother me. Uh, I don't even know what else. I'm trying to think of what else you might do. Uh, you used to like do a weird sniff thing a lot, but I just edit that out now, and I don't even care. <laughs> and then like, and I don't even know when I'm doing it, and sometimes. <laughs> I'll like, okay, don't sniff before we start this podcast. And like, now that we're talking about it, I need to sniff so badly. And I I don't. Right. I'm not not a cokehead, you guys. I just, I don't know. (laughs) I think it's just a thing where you're recording and suddenly you have to make as much random noise as possible. It's like if you're on camera. Yes. And you're supposed to be doing a nice interview with somebody and you're suddenly have 
feel like you have everything on your face and you need to touch your face and blow your nose and have to sneeze and yes you were fine before (laughs) or like you're like trying to fall asleep and like you're like falling trying to fall asleep next to somebody and you're trying not to like toss and turn and annoy them but then suddenly Mm -hmm. like you can't get comfortable and you're just constantly moving oh my god (laughs) stop moving (laughs) yeah it's one of those I think it's one of those things I think so too so one of our other friends asked this really good question was um they wanted advice for a first-time potential dog owner I love this question I love this question. question it is a really good question um so I I know this person, like we know this person, and so I know that they would be looking to rescue. Um, so my answers are going to be a little bit, some of my, some of my answers are going to be like pretty specific to a rescue situation. So I, two things, I think one is like be prepared to question your life choices for at least a week after you bring <laughs> and like I would actually expand that to any new pet I have more dogs and cats than any person probably should have um and have had many many throughout the course of my life and basically almost every time I've brought home a new animal that first week you're like what did I do what is wrong like what was this a bad life choice like because especially if you have other like existing pets in your home they're like what the fuck did you do the new animal is trying to settle in they're confused like every you got to figure out a new routine like everything is just thrown off for a good week and so you're gonna spend that first week being like oh my god was this a bad choice? And then things settle in. So like, just give it a week, give it a couple weeks before you panic. That would be advice number one. My second thing is to remember, especially for rescue dogs in particular. And again, I think this actually does also apply to cats, but I see it especially with dogs. Their personality, like their full personality is going to take probably six months to a year to fully come out after you bring them home because they have spent time in a shelter or their little foster home. Like they don't really know what's going on. Now they're in your home. So like you might see like shades of their personality, but they're going to fully like settle in and all of their goofiness and sweetness and all of that stuff is going to really come out after about six months to a year. So like just be prepared. And that doesn't mean that it takes a full six months to a year for them to like settle into your house and for you guys to settle into routine and get to know each other. But it will take about that long for you to see like, oh my gosh, they are just the funniest dog in the world or they're the snuggliest dog in the world or like whatever it might be so be prepared to have some like getting to know you time yeah I think especially for rescue dogs for the first few months when you leave or if you take them somewhere like they don't know that you're coming back or that they're coming back yeah they're not used to that situation where they're in some place for a long time yeah 
Um, so <laughs> whenever we leave our dog, she loses her mind mm-hmm. with excitement when we come back. Or even when she hasn't seen you for a week. Oh, she's yeah. so excited. Oh, my God. Steffi came back to see me. Oh, my God. I have a visitor. This is insane. Ah, yeah. Uh, so it does take time to get used to. I definitely still have been. I, there, we haven't had any problems with our dog at all, but there's there have been days where I'm like, why did we get a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Usually when it's like 530 in the morning and she's decided to wake up and demand her breakfast really Bounce early. on your head. <laughs> Why Why did I get a dog? Why did I decide to go back to this routine of getting up really early when my children finally can take care of themselves? Um, but dogs are great. Dogs are awesome. Um, I think especially if you are a person looking to adopt a dog and you have kids, the relationship between dogs and kids is so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um it's just really sweet. My kids have had pets their whole life. We had cats, and uh, it's just different with the way they act with the dog than they have ever acted with the cat. So, yeah, it's great. I yeah. think the other thing you should oh. do uh, would be just like a dumb thing. Not necessarily, well, not a dumb thing, but um, a more basic thing is to just uh, have a place in your house that's like obviously their place to be yes absolutely um we got a bed for my dog before we i think right like i guess we had it before we brought her home um but she knew that it was a dog bed i guess for whatever reason and she just immediately like that's my bed okay cool i feel comfortable here Mm because this is a place i can be um so a nice safe place whether it's just a dog bed or a crate or however you're going to set up your house that they know that they can be and be safe and comfortable is is really good yeah and especially if if you're um, crate training or they aren't crate trained or whatever uh, like depending on their background like Royce just cannot be crated mm-hmm. um, he just doesn't he doesn't handle it well Anya did very well being crated actually when we would leave when we first got her we would crate her um, when we would leave because she's the naughty one so she was really the one that like needed to be created anyway Royce almost never gets into shenanigans um, that would require him to exhibit any kind of energy whatsoever <laughs> um, but they're crate like we have a crate in our bedroom so we don't we don't crate them when we leave anymore um, but we ha- still have a crate that just is in our bedroom the door is always open it's got blankets in there and it's just like Royce will just go in there and sleep and lay down and like that's a little safe space but if you're crate training um something that you can do to is make that crate a safe space for them so have a blankie in there that they really like um if you have like an old pillow you could put that in there for them um if you have um some a couple of toys that they like that they only get when they're going in the crate um that is another way to like make that like a special time a special thing for them um and that can definitely help um with the whole like 
creating situation if, if you find that you need to create them when you leave the house, um, etc. So, which like, and everyone has like different needs and stuff based on their home and their dog and their family and all of that. But particularly when you first get a dog, creating them when you leave can be really helpful. Even like if it's as much to protect them as anything else like if you're just not sure what kind of shenanigans they're gonna get into yet like you don't know how to predict what crazy things they're gonna do sometimes creating them can kind of help with some of that so yeah I think it also it's good to remember that when you're getting a a dog or any pet really is that you are training that pet but also you're training yourself Mm -hmm. um to learn about their habits and what their needs are, and it's a two-way street, so yeah, it's a you relationship. Learn, you learn to read their cues. Um, mm-hmm. Both of my dogs have slightly different cues for when they like want to go out. Not none of not them, none of those cues are normal like dog cues. Really, <laughs> it's not <laughs> like I'm gonna go stand by the back door. No, 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 no. That's not what they do. So we've had to like learn that, you know. They're just like little people in fur coats, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So another question that we got um, is, I believe this is from one of your adoption community folks. Uh Uh-huh. And it was, would Steffi adopt again if the opportunity presented itself? Short answer is most likely not. Um, And I say most... Here's a long answer. So I say most likely not uh, because I've learned never to say never. (laughs) Because like the minute I say never to something, then something crazy happens. Um, We are super happy as a family of six. And I say family of six because there's three of us and then Eden's birth parents and sister. Um, But we're super happy being a one kid family I was I'm an only child so um the idea of raising an only child has always kind of appealed to me actually um and Eden still has that sibling relationship she has with her sister and all of that stuff um so at this point having other kids is really not on our horizon um now is that to say if something absolutely crazy happened that we wouldn't like discuss it that I mean it, it would have to be like super crazy so crazy I can't even like think of what the situation would be um but the odds are good that we will probably not adopt again just have our little mm-hmm. have our little little tiny family and maybe more dogs <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I love this last question. Dead or living, five people you'd love to have dinner with? This is such a hard question. It's a really hard question. I was pondering over it for quite some time last night. I don't even know if I, because I I start to think about stuff like this. And then at first I'm like, can I even think of five people? And then after a while, then I have a list of like 30 people. (laughs) That's not the point of this question. (laughs) Okay. So I'll start. 
Okay. Uh, and my parameters for this, because like Dead or Living, my parameters were that it could not, it can't be someone that like I already have like a reasonable connection to. Um, so it can't be like any of, for me, my rule is like it couldn't be any of like somebody I know online, but just have not met in person yet. Or it can't be someone that I already knew when they were living that is now dead. So like I cannot list my mother five times. Okay. Right. So there were, there was my rules. I had to, I had, I'm an Enneagram one. I had to make myself some rules. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> the first person I thought of was Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Cause she's amazing. Um, and then and my list is so weird. Um, I would love to meet my great grandfather who passed away like before my grandparents even got married, but I've heard tons of stories about him um, and would love to meet him. And then I was thinking about it and I actually would really like to meet my husband's grandfather who like he also never got to meet who passed away when uh, his mom was like pretty young. Uh, but I have, I've heard so many stories about, um, about him and about my great grandfather, I just would really love to meet both of them. And then the the last two, I was like, I don't like. I was having trouble with the last two because I feel like there's lots of people that I could list um, that are like inspiring and people I would just I would really like to chat with. Uh, but like narrowing that down got kind of hard. Um, like. I would love to have dinner with Michelle Obama. I would love to have dinner with like Dolly Parton. Um, I think there's just a lot. I would love to have dinner with like RuPaul. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of people um, like that, like Jonathan Van Ness. Basically any, basically most of the, of the queer eye <laughs> uh, team. I would love to have dinner with. So like filling those last two spots was I was just really struggling with those last two. Um, but I think I think for the sake of saying five names, I'll say Michelle Obama and Dolly Parton as my last two. Yeah. Uh, those are all really good ones. For me, it's hard because these questions are really hard for me because um, as an introvert and as a five, like... <laughs> This is the kind of situation that I would absolutely hate so much. <laughs> because you, I start to think about the question, and I'm like, I would like to have, I would love to meet these people, but then I'm like, but, but if, what would I do if I actually met any of these people? I would never say anything. I would sit there and not say a word and be like the dumbest person. Who on would the you planet. like to watch me have dinner with? Basically, is kind of what it comes down to. <laughs> I'd be like, this person will be at the same table as me. We will have no scintillating conversation. I will feed Steffi questions to ask them. <laughs> because I will just sit there thinking for so long about the perfect question to ask them. And nothing will ever happen. And we will eat our salads in silence. <laughs> oh, so I don't really have, I don't have any... Um, like semi-connected people like you had um, that I would, I feel like I would want to have uh, dinner with. 
But my first immediate thought was Amy Poehler. Yes, that's a good one. And then one. immediately, and then immediately after that, I thought Paul Rudd. Yes, and they're both hilarious. I feel like they'll be a really fun dinner. Um. Also, do you also, think if you have dinner with Paul Rudd, that like I would die? His youthfulness will like rub off on you, and you will also stop aging. Oh, God, I would only hope so. <laughs> but I would probably also just die on the spot, or um. I don't know if you ever have seen episodes of Allie McBeal, but whenever she would see a cute guy, she would just fall down. <laughs> and that you. would be what would happen to me if I ever met Paul Rudd. Um, <laughs> oh my God. So, like, in theory, I would like to have dinner with him, but also I would die. Uh, and then uh, I would really like to meet Julia Child. Oh, Yeah. Uh, it's not just because she has this crazy celebrated cooking career, but she has a pretty badass life before that. Yeah. Uh, but also the fact that she came into her cooking career at such a later point in life. And I think that is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear more about that. I have a, her biography and it's one of the best books that I feel like I've ever read because it's just so interesting to me. Um, another one would be John Stewart, who also like I would pass out. I would pass out because he's just like so freaking smart, and I don't know. I've just been obsessed with him for years and years. <laughs> I wrote a letter. I wrote a letter to the editor about John Stewart when he was um first doing the Daily Show, and it was like a question on whether they were going to renew his contract for whatever reason. Uh-huh. And so I wrote to Rolling Stone. And was like basically all about how they would be making a huge mistake if they didn't continue. And they printed it. And I was like, oh my God, maybe John Stewart read it. <laughs> Fangirl. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, I definitely, I couldn't narrow it down. I was definitely in the same boat as you. I was like, Michelle Obama would be amazing. Uh, like Barack would be amazing. Kamala Harris would be amazing. I don't even know. I think um, there's just so many interesting people coming up in politics these days. Mm-hmm. And I would love to talk to, like, any of them. AOC would be... Oh, my gosh. She'd be amazing uh, to talk to. Amazing. Because I also feel like she's just such a human being. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I think one of the reasons why people like her so much is because she feels really relatable because she's mm-hmm. like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it would just be, it'd be, aside from the fact that I mostly agree with her politics, I think it would be really interesting to, to get in a room and just like hear her ideas because that's the kind of thing I really like in general anyway. Mm-hmm. I like being in situations where you're talking about something and you're kind of all working together to solve the problem and when you have at least one person who has that really great energy it just kind of empowers the whole room and I think that she has that and so I think that'd be a that it'd be a weird I don't know if that would be a combo dinner if we're talking about we would have separate dinners with these people because that could get kind of weird but uh yeah I think I think I don't know. I can't, I can't really narrow down that last person, but... I, um, I feel like other runners-up could be, like, Trevor Noah would be... Oh, of course. Great. Stanley Tucci. It was a real toss-up to try to decide between Jon Stewart and Trevor Noah, and I only picked Jon Stewart because he was, he's was he been in it longer. 
Yeah, it's the only reason. <laughs> Trevor knows. And also, he has that rescue farm, accent. and I want to talk about the rescue farm. Oh, okay. There's that. Oh, yeah. Um, the, another one that was on my list was the kitten lady. Except the she's kitten a, lady on Instagram. Yes, except she's a vegan, so uh, you know. I think we could deal with that. It'd we could. Prob- I guess we could probably deal with having a vegan lunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that literally did. I was like, oh, she's a vegan. I don't know. Do I want to have like dinner with a vegan um no hate to vegans i just don't want to eat fake cheese um yeah I, I, there's there's a lot of really cool people in the world so yeah there's a lot like, of really and i feel like yeah. i feel like with social media there's a lot of really cool people that are not mainstream celebrities like the kitten lady who like people know about and or like Sharon McMahon from Sharon says so like just people that are popular on social media and are using their platforms to do really interesting things and they're not like paparazzi level celebrities they're just like normal ass people doing cool things um but that I think would make for really interesting dinner companions Yes, but then we still run into the same problem where I am still just going to be like, I don't want to be seen as an idiot because this person is extremely smart and talented and I will just be the dumbest idiot ever, which is how I became friends with my friend Catherine. Love that. I I thought it would be too stupid. (laughs) And then it turns out you were not too stupid. We both thought the other person was really smart, and we didn't really talk to each other. And then we became friends. I love that. That is very, very <laughs> funny. Uh, Jamila Jamil would also oh, be yes. amazing to have dinner with. There's oh, Kristen people. Bell would be amazing. Kristen Bell and Dax, like. I mean, I don't. I, Dax is fine. I don't care about Dax as much, but I have loved Kristen Bell for, for so freaking long. And I would probably cry like she cried when she met the sloth <laughs> if I met her. I would in definitely cry like she <laughs> cried when she met the sloth. <laughs> uh, I actually just kind of want to be like part of their like pod of friends. Like they've got this little pod of friends that they like do things with and hang out with. And I just kind of want to be like one of their friend pod. So. <laughs> Kristen Bell, if you ever hear this, give me a call. It's fine. We love you. We love you in not a, totally not a creepy way. I know. My first question would be like, so what's it like to be a goddess? (laughs) Love her. Love that. (laughs) So basically we love lots of people. We love lots of people. We cannot properly answer this question. It was a very hard list to make. Yes. So we have a, we, we have our five, then we have a lot of people as like, honorable mentions should one of our other five not be available right well it's just like you start thinking you think of your five and then someone mentions somebody and you're like oh my god I totally forgot about that person right obviously they have to be on the list and now I have to bump them <laughs> and I, my list is laminated and what am I gonna do maybe maybe you pick five to have dinner with five to have lunch with five to have breakfast with what about a casual stroll Sure. Like you could walk to the park together, get a coffee. Get a coffee. A walk a and coffee talk. date. Yeah. Have five to have after dinner drinks with. 
then 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 maybe we'll run through our list but then we'll come up with more it's fine we plan like a whole weekend we're like this person (laughs) we're gonna go dancing with That would actually in that our, would be really fun to like have in our people, fake universe, <laughs> right? To have have your list of people and then decide like what activity you think would be like the best thing to do with each person. Like I'm right. gonna go dancing with so and so, and I'm gonna get coffee with this person, and I'm gonna go to an art gallery with this person. Like I know you guys are trying to change the world, and do your acting jobs and do good things for people but we are planning this alternate universe (laughs) in which you will obviously love to have brunch with us you are obviously gonna be best (laughs) friends with us so no i don't think i could handle being friends with any of them because it would be too much pressure (laughs) oh megan's like no please don't do that to me no well i'm like i want to be best friends and you're like no well (laughs) It's not just that because then, but then you're like, well, if you became friends with Kristen Bell, like, how would that make me feel? Oh, I would drop you for Kristen Bell in a minute. So exactly, like, I can't compete with Kristen Bell. Ade always. I would drop myself for Kristen Bell. Ade always says she'll like text Kathleen and I, and she'll be like, "Look, when I meet and fall, when I meet and marry Chris Evans, I'm dropping both of you like hot potatoes, and you will be happy for me, and that's how I will know that we were truly friends." So. Look, I have I have multiple friends who have said the exact same thing about Chris Evans. So Uh oh, we're gonna have to have it's, like a It's gonna a be fight. a problem. Gonna, there's gonna be a fight. Who gets it? That that poor beautiful man. He's so wonderful. <laughs> yeah, if I don't know if you guys if anyone follows him on Instagram, but his Instagram is so pure. So wonderful. It's, like, it's mostly him just scaring his brother. Yes, and his dog. Like, that's and it. Like, dog. it's, like, Instagram stories of his dog and then him and his brother scaring each other. It's there was the one best. where he was he was playing the piano and multiple people sent it to me with, like, hard eyes. And I'm like, I can't help you. with Like, <laughs> I understand. But also, I was going to send you both something yesterday, I believe, where I think it was... Uh, it was one of the accounts that we both followed, but they were doing, like, a vote between the best relationships. Oh, uh-huh. And it was it was just a whole lot of people in relationships. But one of the ones was, like, baby Chris Evans. <laughs> and I can't remember who the person was that he was dating, but I was like, oh, he's so young. Aww. Look how sweet he looks. He looks like a little 16-year-old. Aww. Aww. Oh, a little baby. Little baby face. Oh man! All right, Megan. All right. What? I think that's uh, that's a lot of questions. I'm mean, not a lot of questions, but I think that's a good a good amount of questions. That's a good amount of questions. I I feel like I learned some things about you. I hope our our listeners learn some things about us. So, also, if you guys know who you would have dinner with, please let us yeah. know because we'd love to hear your lists. So. And please make me feel better if you would be having dinner with them, but also be like me and like not be able to say a word. Oh, I I definitely had like, I'm going to have dinner. I I definitely kind of chose people that I I thought would make probably not think I was, or at least not act like they thought I was stupid. Like, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like 
Chrissy Teigen and Dolly and Michelle Obama, like, I feel like all of them are very kind and would at least, like, not be like, you're stupid, like, to my face. So did I did I specifically choose people for that reason? Maybe. Maybe a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's all we can really hope for is to not have people call us stupid to our face. <laughs> the bar is low. <laughs> so, Megan, what's bringing you joy this week? Um, uh, well, we talked about my ice cream already. It can be bringing you joy. Well, it was bringing me joy, but now I gave the rest of it to you, so. So now it's bringing me joy. (laughs) The traveling joy. Um, well, this other food-related thing is bringing me joy. Uh, for Easter, I decided to order some fancy chocolate, and I also bought some for, our friend Taylor as a belated birthday present and uh this chocolate's really good and I've been trying to parcel it out so I don't eat all of it because it was really expensive um because it's fancy fancy chocolate fancy. uh but it's it's really good I decided that um I wasn't we bought Easter candy for the kids but then um I bought mostly not chocolate stuff I bought like the you know, Laffy Taffy kind of weird things that kids like. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, oh, for myself, I'm going to treat myself and buy some nice stuff instead of, like, scavenging their leftovers, Reese's eggs or whatever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I bought this stuff um, from Franz in Seattle. Um, it was recommended by a friend on Twitter when I put out a call for who could ship candy quickly basically uh-huh. because i forgot until like the monday before easter um and they they d- delivered excellent product in a couple of days and so if you like good chocolate i highly recommend friends love that yeah i know taylor was like she had a couple pieces while she was visiting and she was like uh this is amazing <laughs> it's really good um Especially if you like dark chocolate, I feel like it's really good. I, they have it, I, the boxes have both milk chocolate and dark chocolate, but I feel like the dark cho- chocolate, um, like the tempering quality, is really good. And if I ate like a Hershey bar after this, I would probably like barf. <laughs> Hershey is so terrible. She's ruined, ruined. I well, say. Well, I mean, it's not even. It's it's like Hershey's is barely chocolate. I know people are gonna get mad about that, but like. I feel like that's fair. It's not good quality, guys. No. <laughs> no. I feel, I, I it has mean, its place, and the place is between graham crackers and a marshmallow. I was going to say, and I think it's like it. the perfect s'more, not that I eat it, but I feel like it's the perfect s'more chocolate, and that's like about as Basically, much as it can do. So Yeah. Yeah. Because it melts really fast. <laughs> you know what? We all have our purpose in life. Yeah. I don't know what mine is yet, but we all have one. We're figuring it out. Yeah. We'll get there. I'll get there. What is bringing you joy this week? I'm low-key ashamed to admit this. <laughs> oh, no. TikTok has been bringing me joy. Oh, and yes. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't post any content. I don't follow anyone that I know. I literally just follow, like, random things that I find interesting. And it's all, like... Again, like, I think I talked about this a few weeks ago. The algorithm is actually 
pretty excellent. And so it's pretty excellent at like suggesting content that I will actually like and like things that I've all that are similar to con- to content that I've already liked and followed and then occasionally it'll throw something else in there like I think you might be interested in ex-Mormon TikTok and I'm like I am I definitely <laughs> want to hear what the ex-Mormons have to say like it's completely random um but it's uh it's been kind of bringing me joy because it's just like because Instagram, I do so much advocacy work over there and, like, education work. And so even though I follow, like, some of my just, like, regular f- friends and I follow a, a wide variety of accounts, a lot of times when I go into Instagram, it's it feels a, almost a little bit like work because I follow so much, like, adoption stuff and education, like, adoption education and advocacy and, like, all of that. And so TikTok has sort of become my space of, like, I'm going to zone out. I don't want to think. I'm just going to flip through, see some people do some silly things. I'm going to watch this person do a DIY project that I will never, ever do. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that's that. So... <laughs> I'm I'm truly ashamed to admit it, but here I am. Uh, I'm still not downloading it. It's fine. I send um, you the ones that I think you need to see. So that is true. Uh, usually, either you send me links or people repost them on Instagram, anyway. So yeah. I have seen quite a few. Yes. Um, but I'm also trying to not not spend so much time on my phone. That's fair. Um, so I'm trying to stay away. I, I started watching reels a bunch and then I'm, I've been trying not to do that either because it just, you really zone out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to not spend so much time on my phone in general or watch reels uh, or even like Instagram stories. The only one that I really make an exception for is uh, Sharon McMahon because she's teaching you. She does. She does teach you. I learn things, it's and I also get to see pictures of eagles and whales. So, the whale content nice. is primo. Although, <laughs> uh, you and I both know that we have some problems with some of the other people. Uh, <laughs> she is so nice. We she's are not as so nice much... and patient as, as she is. Oh my god, she's so much kinder than I will ever be. Yeah, I think is, is um, what I have determined. She gets a lot. So if you don't know who Sharon McMahon is, first of all, get right with yourself. Yes. Her Instagram is Sharon Says So. I think that I can't remember her. Her Twitter is something else a little bit different, but I it, the Instagram is where all the content is. Yeah. She teaches people about the government, basically. Yeah, she um, calls herself America's government teacher. Yeah. She talks about current events, talks you, tells you about how the government works, um, answers people's questions. She has classes that you can sign up for, um, and she does really awesome fundraising things. It's mm-hmm. it's great, um, but she's so nice. And every day she posts like a "How can I help?" question box, and people ask their questions about current events or about the government or about whatever. And some of the questions are, I mean, first of all, they're Googleable. Uh, they're Googleable. I mean, a lot of the questions are Googleable, but as you know, people don't Google. No. Um, and I am trying to be, I try to be positive about it because they are trying to learn. Yes. 
they are they're trying to learn about things and that's why they're asking her and I try to remember that however when they are grown ass adults who I'm just gonna I, I could be making assumptions about where they grew up but like it, I assume most of the people who follow her had an American education mm-hmm. and they don't know that there are three branches of government and what each branch does yeah, it's a little, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a specific example, and I can't think of one now, but, um, Oh, anyway. well, she had up on one, she, <laughs> she had put, because she's going to be starting a podcast, and she put up a question box that say, like, podcast guest suggestions for her, <laughs> and somebody said, any founding fathers? Yes. And she did respond. Her answer to that was, for sure, for sure. Dead people are great podcast guests. It would be amazing to have George Washington on our podcast. We could ask him about all his racism. So, if he were alive. If he were alive. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like peeing my pants when I saw that. So, I mean, sometimes, sometimes her answer, she'll just straight up go, No. but she does usually like she answers and is is so patient and i mean she was a teacher so like she has the patience of a saint anyway but yeah there are sometimes i see things that she and i'm like what i'm sorry what these people what so yeah but she's point is i will never be as good as sharon mcmahon no no i'm fine with that but also you should follow her on instagram yeah you you will learn things you will. I I learn a lot yeah. from her on a on a regular basis. So yeah, she's a good she's a good, and it's funny because she has mentioned that um, a lot of times people who are trying to take like social media breaks will actually create like a sec like a separate account where the only account they follow is hers uh, because they want to like stay up on like the current events and the way that she talks about them and teaches about them and like what's happening in real time. Um, but they like, don't want to see all the other stuff in their social media feed. They want to like take a break from that. So <laughs> I thought I've, I have thought that was kind of fascinating that apparently other people are like you where they have moments where like, I kind of just need to detox from social media for a minute, but I still need my share in content. Right. She might try on clothes today. I need to watch that. And if she does, you will pee your pants laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has devolved into a Sharon Says So fan club, um, which I'm fine with. (laughs) But next week, we are going to bring on another guest, this time to talk about small business ownership. We know that owning your own small business is full of ups and downs, uh, particularly in the last year. So we're going to bring on uh, someone who owns a small business here in town that we both love to talk about that. In the meantime, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd Rather Same Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners. Bye.